Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Football Fanatics UK podcast with your hosts, Ari Marquides and Tom Crawford, bringing you the English coverage of American football. Okay, guys, so draft week means you are lucky enough to hear our voices twice in one week. Um, so we're going to do our second part. <laughs> Woo! We're going to do our second part of our team needs feature. And today we're going to be covering the NFC. Um, but before we get started, I'm going to cover a bit of the news. I mean, there isn't much, as we keep saying, there isn't much at the moment. Bit of a dry spell, but uh, there is a few bits we can cover for you. So, uh, there obviously is the trade rumours about Leonard Fournette being on the trade block. There's obviously the Patriots uniform we'll cover for you, Tom. And um, also, we have got some writers now. So, our website's launching in a few days. Uh, We put a post out on Friday on the Instagram. Um see if anybody was interested in writing for us. We've got an overwhelming response, so pretty happy with that. Um, yeah, we've already really got five. Yeah, it was it was really good to see different people's, uh, what do you call it, interpretations of uh, different bits of news. Um, we've got five people on board now so far, and there's still people writing for us. So hopefully we'll have a good team in the next few days. Um, so should we start with your thoughts on Leonard Fournette on the trade block? Yeah, so um, it looks like all this has come from where he went on Twitter, suggested that the Jaguars um, sign Cam Newton to bring him in as an option at quarterback, and then that's and then all, all, all of a sudden you've seen rumours that the Jaguars have put him on the on the trade block and they're putting feelers out there to other teams. Um, so it seems a little bit harsh where a player voices their opinion in, the, in a way that he thinks can make the team better, and the team's trying to get rid of him. Um, and to me, Cam would probably help. Um, would, would probably help the Jaguars. Um, there's not a lot around him, but he's, st- he's still probably a better option than Minshew. Um, but then, in, in terms of a trade, I'm not sure how much you could get back for Fournette. Like you'd, no. He's going in. You'd probably only get like a, a third, fourth rounder at best. I would say. Oh, no, you are not rating him. I mean, I, I love Fournette, but I do think this this part of him is the issue: his attitude and his hot headedness. So, I mean, even and if his injury think, history, oh, and his injury history, but running backs get injuries, mate. Chill out. So that's true. That's um, true. <laughs> so obviously, you know, you may have the thoughts about Cam Newton. You may think that he's the better player for the team. That's fantastic. Yeah, you don't need to be going out and putting it on Twitter because you've got that new quarterback there who had his rookie season last year. He beat out Nick Foles for the position. It's his first full season with the team, and then he's yeah. gone straight out and said, scrap him, 
that's going yeah. to happen. Just bring in someone else. I know. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. it, it isn't good for the team morale. So I can see why he's ended up on the trade block. It's just who who then takes him. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you said. It's not necessarily Minchu like he did to have a good season. Um, it was very exciting to watch. You had Minshew Mania take over. Everyone got excited when they came to London. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of his moustache. Um, <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was really good, bringing it back. Um, but, I mean, Cam still probably is an upgrade. But, yeah, it's not It's not good to see players in the Jaguars still kind of voicing their displeasure about what is going on there and how the team is getting built. I mean, that, I think that just shows that it wasn't all on Coughlin. Like Coughlin was very much a scapegoat, I think, yeah. is what we've been able to learn from the last few months. Yeah. Guys, I think obviously I need to explain this now. So, in a few weeks' time, we'll have a website up and there'll be a picture on there of Tom. So, in November, Tom always shaves his facial hair off yeah. and has an incredible handlebar moustache. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sure about incredible. It is incredible. <laughs> so this is why he's a big fan of um, I, shoes mustache. I am. A bit, um, I'm a big fan of all facial hair, but I think when someone can rock a moustache, it, it is something special. Yeah, I don't look great with my moustache. Um, Neither do I. <laughs> I think. I think it suits you. Um, with the four net news, though, I think I think it could be the best thing for him. Like he's he's had a pretty difficult time of it. Since he's coming to the NFL, uh, I think he's quite talented back. I'd love to see him in a better, better scheme, better setup for him, better offense. If, he, if he's in somewhere like the LA Rams or the Chiefs, both both teams could really bring in a player like that. I mean, yeah, it it could it could be a completely different story for him. I know you're not a big fan of him, so we'll move on. Quickly. No, but I mean, you are right though. Where you're saying if he did have a change of scenery, like I think he'd be great on the Seahawks. Who love to run it? Yeah. Um, when you when you think what they were like with Marshawn Lynch, they like a big back who can just run into people. I mean, you probably want someone to break break some more tackles, but at least he's going to run into, run into them. Um, like yeah, to me, if, if if he was someone like that with a Seahawks don't have a great O line, but they still like with um, Russell Wilson, you're always going to have more opportunity because yeah, definitely the, the the defense will have to respect the pass a lot more than Fournette's probably been used to. Yeah, you've got to realise that the Jaguars, they've been stacking that box every single time, knowing full well the passing game was absolutely awful. So he's had no chance yeah. since he started in the NFL and he's still done well. Imagine if he went to an offence with a quarterback who can throw the ball. Yeah, it would definitely help. We could all do with one then. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we'll move on before we start getting deep into the issues with Leonard Fournette. Um, so what do you think of the new Patriots uniform? Yeah, I think it's quite simple. Um, I wish they'd changed the logo as well as just the uniform. There, like, don't know if people remember the old Pat the Patriot logo. We got the guy with his hand on the ground in the in in the stance. To me, that was that that they should have got rid of the f- weird flying Elvis logo, and <laughs> that with Brady is like the end of a the end of an era, um, and then go back to the old logo. Um, to me, that would have been a lot better. I do like the stripes on the shoulders. It is a nice, like, simple uniform. Because to me, with a uniform, you still want to keep it quite simple. Like some, yeah. some of the best in the league are the Raiders, where it's just the silver and black. It looks amazing. But then I, I also love the Colts. The Colts is just white and blue. But to me, it's like a classic, simple look. Just yeah. like with the Chiefs. The Chiefs with the red and the white and the bit of yellow around the numbers as well. Like to me, the more simple you can do it, the better. Um, so no, they are, they are good uniforms. Um, still better than the Falcons, which... It's still terrible. But, yeah. <laughs> I like the Falcons like uniform. Yeah, I do like it, yeah. I think the Patriots one's a bit average, if I'm honest. I know, I know you like the simple. I mean, I'm a big fan of simple things too. Like, some of the simple uniforms in the NFL do look good. Um, but I think this has gone a bit too... It looks a bit like someone's just done it in about half an hour and then just sent it out. They probably did. They probably did, to be fair. Yeah. Um, okay, so with... The news covered. We'll we'll move on to um, our our team needs in the NFC. So, who had the first division? Was it me? I think it's me, isn't it? You've got the first division, yeah. So we'll do the same like last time with the AFC. We went north, east, south, yeah. and west, didn't we? So we'll NFC. do the same this time round. So it's the NFC North. We'll start with, and I'll yeah. start with the Green Bay Packers. So, I know the last episode I said wide receiver, 
wide receiver, wide receiver, and kept going because a lot of teams need wide yep. receivers. But guess what? So do the Packers. The Packers have, for for the last couple of years now. I mean, they had Cobb there for a while, but they've had Devonta Adams. That is it. Now, yeah, they they, they had a bit of a hype around uh, Marquez Valdez scouting about uh, Geronimo Allison, and now that Alan, Alan Lazard. But none of them are really like your solid wide receiver. So it, it puts yeah. all the pressure on Rodgers and Adams linking up. And if they don't, you, you really do see that the passing game and Green Bay struggles. Um, it's, it's almost like it's either Aaron Jones or Adams or you're just hoping that Lazard pulls out a 40-yard catch that gives him some sort of yards. It is, yeah. it, it's, other than that, it's really weak. And with the uh, draft being so stacked with wide receivers, it's the perfect chance for them to bring in a new wide receiver and not have to fork out a fortune for him. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like you said, it is pretty much every single team. It does feel like it needs a wide receiver. Um, these guys are definitely one. Um, to me, I, I think they, they kind of need some help in the red zone. Um, like they kind of thought they could get something out of Jimmy Graham, yeah. but they never really got anything out of him over the last couple of years. So if, if they got someone in, kind of like Justin Jefferson or someone along those lines, or T Higgins, Justin yeah. Jefferson's probably going to be gone by the time they're picking at the end of the round. Um, but if you get someone like T Higgins in from Clemson, he's just going to, he's a jump ball specialist. He's going to go yeah, up and, yeah, and he's, going to come to, he's going to come down with it. So if they can get someone like that, I think he would he would be a massive help to Rogers, who is, what, 36 now? Like he's the same age um, that Brett Favre was when the Packers first um, drafted, um, first drafted him. So, I think it won't be a surprise to kind of see them going for one last push. What yeah. I mean, that, that's certainly what they should be doing. Exactly. Yeah, bringing you bringing your receiver on a three or four year contract there that, that covers him until he's forty. Yeah. Okay, we will move on to the Minnesota Vikings now. I'm a big fan of Vikings. I think this is why uh, I think I like Dalvin Cook because I think that the, the system just works well. I think obviously Kirk Cousins gets a hard time over there, but I think they've obviously had. Um, Xavier Rhodes there for a while now. He's left. He's left. He got released, and he was aging, wasn't yeah. he? Part as part of quite an aging defense at the time. So I, I think they should be replacing that cornerback slot. Uh, they have got a few young players there as well, but they tried. They did try and take a little punt on Chris Harris Jr. at one point, where the rumors were there. They they could have went and be priced out by Byron Jones, but there are quite a few talented cornerbacks in this draft. Now I think yeah. it makes sense that they go, they go and look at this draft now and try and take a cornerback here. No, definitely that's the place where I think they should go. Like when you look on their defense as a whole, what they lost in the off season, they lost Xavier Rhodes, like you've mentioned. They also lost Trey Waynes, Mackenzie Alexander. Yeah. Also, they're also cornerbacks, and then along the defensive line, they lost Everson Griffin and Linval Joseph. So <laughs> they were all like starters or like like, like yeah. the guys next door. With Xavier, um, with Trey Waynes and McKenzie, that they've lost, so they need help all across um, the defense. Yeah, and then obviously they got rid of um, they got rid of Diggs as well, didn't they, with the trade? So they could probably do with another weapon at wide receiver. Um, and then the offensive line, like I think they got completely exposed um, in the playoffs against the 49ers And I know the 49ers defensive line did that to basically everyone they went up against. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins literally had no time to even look to attempt to make a pass and to survey the field because he was just swarmed instantaneously. No and if they're gonna Yeah, if, if they're gonna try and keep on making steps with Kirk Cousins, he needs pretty much everything to be perfect around him. And if he doesn't have a perfect O line, then they're always gonna fall short. Yeah, you're right. I think as well with the two backs now, they've got Dalvin Cook there and Alexander Matheson, who is also looking like he is quite a talented back. You need to be yeah. checking these guys, as we said a few podcasts ago, that the new I think the new trend is going to be going back to the old way of just getting these running backs in, running into the ground, and then moving on. Now, if you want those running backs to last a good few, like four or five seasons, you need to have an O line there. I mean, you, you have seen yeah. how how like that's you say Vion Bell again as an example, when he's gone to a team with an absolutely disgusting O line, he has struggled. Yeah. Yeah, like he he was nowhere near, nowhere near what he was like at the Steelers. Um, 
Okay, we'll move on to the Chicago Bears. Now, the Chicago Bears, you could pick about eight different positions, I think, that need need help. Um, yeah. And I'm going to be a bit, a bit... I know the defense is good. Uh, you probably could say wide receiver again, because as far as I'm concerned, they've got like two receivers and one of them's about, about average. Um, yeah. But I'm going to go with like a defensive back, cornerback. They've got um, Buster Screen there, who I think is awful. I mean, he came in and he was... He, people think, oh, he's okay, he's okay. I think he is the weak link in that defence. I think he's... He got the, benched by the Jets, didn't he, at some point a few years ago? Exactly, yeah. And I think he is the easy target now. When I think that's what was a down... Not, not the only downfall of the defence, but when you have to just, <laughs> such an amazing defence, with two teams that have got more than one option, they, they literally just put the best option and try and follow what's the screen. And yeah. then and he's, he's not capable of of covering those those top guys, so... He's always going to struggle. He's always going to be the hole of the defense. And as long as they've got him there, then it means they're always going to be leaking points. And if the offense isn't strong enough anyway to to start keeping up with all that, then that's where yeah. they're going to start losing games. No, I agree. Yeah, they need help on in that secondary. Um, I think they're probably another team um, that could do with some help along the offensive line as well. Um, Kyle yeah. Long, um, he he retired um, earlier in this off season. Um, and then I think they probably need some receivers um, again as well, whether it's a tight end or whether it is um, a wide receiver. Um, they signed Jimmy Graham to a two-year deal, and I don't understand why. Obviously, Crazy, the Bears play the pack. The Bears play the and um, play the um, Packers twice a year um, in the division. I don't know what they saw. I don't know whether they saw a different Jimmy Graham compared to us. I don't and, know why you would give that, that man signed a two-year him, deal. And they've released Trey Burton. What? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's something strange going on there. <laughs> like a tanking again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think the Bears need a lot, um, a lot of help. I mean, I don't get what I know. I know they've brought Foles in, and um, we've spoken about Foles and Trubisky um, a few episodes ago. But to me as well, if there's one of the quarterbacks out there in the second round that falls a little bit, you think they're worth a bit of a flyer? Then maybe take them as well as an option. Yeah, there, there are quite a few quarterbacks that could drop into the later rounds. Um, I think I've seen like Jalen Hurts out there uh, promoting himself. He could be a, an option that comes into the second, third round. So, yeah, I quite like the look of him as a third rounder. I think it'd be that'd be good value. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, we'll move on to the Detroit Lions. Um, again, another team that you could pick about eight different places to improve. Uh, pretty much the whole offense. <laughs> part of them the, yeah. yeah honestly there's a few good receivers and there's Matthew Stafford Carry on Johnson is talented but he is literally an injury waiting to happen um, but I think you should try and replace Darius Slay uh, he was 29 anyway so he was about to approach the, the big 30 mark so it was approaching the time to look for a new quarterback to come in anyway um, so trading him away wasn't the biggest like like mess up like People were saying that what have they done? He was their only good player on defense. Now he's gone. Well, yeah, but he was 29, and he probably had about two, three years left in him. Where if if you trade him away, way now get some capsule behind you and improve other areas in the team. I think this is one one area that they should be trying to focus on. No, I agree. Um, I think they should look at Bass Rusher as well. Um, yeah, and then even on the offensive line, um, they didn't re-sign their guard, Graham Glasgow, who went to the Broncos instead, yeah. um, which was a bit of a surprise because um, they didn't have another. They only, only had him as their one promising guard, and to not re-sign him just means that you've now got two problems at, at that position instead of just having one, as opposed to when he was there. Yeah. Um, so there some, yeah, there I think they could... guard. Like, that looked like they're going to leak into the second round, so maybe they're looking at looking at taking a second round. Guard instead this time. Yeah, I mean, I think I think they'll um, they're going. I think they're going to need to. Yeah. Um. Okay, so do you want to go on to the NFC East then? Yeah. So the most talked about and the most talked about division always on TV, <laughs> just because of the Cowboys and the Giants. Um. So I'll start off with the Cowboys. Um. To me, they've got two 
big holes. Um, there's that pass rush and then also cornerback. Um, so they lost two the two big players at those positions. They lost Robert Quinn, um, the defensive end in free agency. So they've yeah. got no one else opposite um, the Marcus Lawrence. Yeah. And obviously we spoke about Byron Jones. He got his big money deal down in Miami. Um, and whilst he didn't necessarily make any big plays and um, get any interceptions, he was a good cover corner and kind of shut one side down. So um, I would expect them to take um, either a pass rush or a cornerback with their first round pick. Kind of, I imagine whoever is going to be the best player on the board at those two positions um, is who the, um, who they'll pick. Yeah, I mean, I think that they should be looking at that um, O line. I know they just lost Frederick, um, who's a massive loss. Retired. Yeah. yeah so mm. if they if that could be an area where they try and bring somebody in that. And there are quite a few uh, talented guards and tackles in, in this draft, so maybe it could be like a second, third round pick that they, they use that on. But yeah, I do agree that that defense had like quite some high hopes coming into last season, especially with uh, Van der Esch. So um, I think it, it didn't perform to what, it, what you thought it was going to. So no, a few more no, I think that they've got. They've got good linebackers, like you mentioned, Van Der Esch there. They've got Jalen Smith. They've yeah. still got Sean Lee there as well. Yeah. There's a backup behind it, and the two of them. They've got a lot of promise there. I think they just need to shore up that secondary. They lost Jeff Heath as well, the safety, who wasn't a spectacular player, but he'd, he'd, um, he'd been there since it's, um, since he came into the league and was always kind of like um, kind of like a, a steady name at the position. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the, the secondary is a big need. Um, pass rush always is it's the second most important position, I would say, outside of quarterback. Yeah, the edge rushes. Yeah. All right, then moving on to the New York Giants. Um, this should be an offensive tackle, I would say, for their first pick. Um, they've got Daniel Jones now from last year. Yes, he was a bit up and down, but yeah, he had a terrible offensive line um, in front of him trying to give him protection. Um, they signed Nate Solder in free agency a, f- um, a couple of years ago, and it's been pretty much a disaster um, since then. That's not um, worked out, given all the money that they gave him. Mm. Um, another place they can look is going to be um, a pass rusher as well. Um, they've got no, no notable names there. They had Marcus Golden last year, who was their sack leader with 10 sacks, um, but he's not re-signed yet. That could still be an option that they, they, they could go back to him. Yeah, I think so. Nobody um, but looking unlikely. No, I think... I think I think he's just asking for a bit too much money. Um yeah. kind of like with Clowney. Obviously he's not asking for the same level of money as Clowney, but um Golden's not really shown any consistency. Yeah. He's had a couple of injury plagued years. So I think people are a little bit nervous to um to pay him um some um, bigger money there. Um and then the final position I think that they that they should look at would be um, outside corner. Um just probably more as well, like I'd say linebacker. Um but no, sorry, um, slot cornerback. So they've they've got the outside covered. Yeah. They've got um, their rookie from last year, Baker, and then they signed free agency um, Bradbury. Yeah. From from the Panthers. Um. So they should be two good guys on the outside. Um. But they've got no one really to cover in the slot, and the slot is becoming a, a big bigger um position. Yeah, definitely. Teams are always looking for for the um, for the mismatches. So teams that have got good slot corners um typically um are doing well at the Saints. They've got a great um um a great guy there. He was a rookie last year. I am blanking on his name. Um but he had a really good season. <clears throat> Obviously they had a really good defense. Um so I think that's a place at them that they could address. Yeah, yeah. I think this is another team that is up and coming. It's got players like Saquon Barkley there. And I know we said in the past that you think um uh, McCaffrey's wasting his time at the Panthers it could be argued that Barkley's wasting his time at the Giants if they don't if they don't capitalise on the I next agree. few next few yep. seasons, then he's he's been wasted and he, and when Barkley came yep. into the league, he set the league on fire. Like he was I mean, look at the size, he's an absolute monster and he can and he can catch a ball too. He's literally a perfect running back. Um so Saquon, isn't it? Not Saquon, Saquon. Exactly, yeah. Um I think uh, improve that O line. Anything you can help anything you can do to help those two They've obviously invested in Daniel Jones now. They think he is the guy to take them forward. That's fine. People didn't see why they took him that early in the draft. You don't now. You committed to him. You, you you let go of Eli. You brought in Daniel Jones and you've got Saquon there now. Now it's time to do something with it. If you're going to leave them open to getting sacked and stuffed up every single play, then what's the point in having him there? I think yeah. you've got um, is it Slayton, 
Darius Slayton on the offense. On the, yeah, he had a good rookie season yeah, last year. He was all right. And you've got uh, Golden Tate there, haven't you, still? Golden Tate. They've got Sterling Shepard, but he's had a few concussions. So he's yeah. a bit of a risk. So they could probably do with a slot um, a slot wide receiver yeah. as well. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, said, they, they just need to give Daniel Jones help. Yeah, they could pick up, I think they could pick up a receiver in the second round, then it wouldn't be too bad. So I think, I think the yeah. first round is O line. It has to be O line. There's some quite strong O linemen yeah. in there, good tackles. So protect them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're probably going to get the chance to pick the the best, um, the first tackle on the board. Um, yeah. So they, 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 there's no excuse for them to to, um, to not take one. Um, all right, then moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I would expect the Eagles fans to riot if they don't take a, um, a wide receiver in the first round. Yeah, it's such a big need for them. They've had a lot of injuries recently. Um, they've shored up their secondary somewhat in free agency. And, and three trades. Yeah. Um can still do with the safety, but I think in the first round they have to go receiver. Um where they're picking, I imagine the top three guys will be gone. But obviously this is a deep class. Yeah. Um I think they're just gonna take kind of whoever Carson Wentz thinks that he needs, whether that's a big body receiver or whether that's gonna be one of the fast guys. Um like I would love to see um someone like Brandon Ayuk from Arizona State. Um be taken by the Eagles. Yeah. He's so explosive. He's got some like explosion to um, to Sean Jackson. We we saw how he came into the league um, as a rookie, and then even Debo Samuel last year. I can see Ayuk being used um, in a similar way to him. Um, he's a great returner as well, so he gives you that added value on special teams. I think that's what they need. With um, they've got Alshon Jackson yeah. there, who's the big guy who can go up and get the ball. Now you need somebody who can take the. Uh... Tough the defense, you need that pace there because yeah. otherwise you won't just predict. You've got the two tight ends who can play all around in that middle end, middle, yeah, middle of the great. park. You need that kind of that, yeah. that deep threat now. Uh, Alshon Jeff might take about three or four minutes to get there, but he can get there. But you need somebody who can get there in 30 seconds, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, Je- Jeffrey's too slow, and then the Sean Jackson's um, hamstrings made of cheese strings nowadays, <laughs> they just snap, pull apart. If he has a full season, so if he I has think... a full season, Sean Jackson this year. They'll be a dangerous team because he is oh, absolutely, incredible. absolutely, yeah. We saw what he did with Ryan Fitzpatrick a couple of years ago with the book. So, yeah. if you had Carson Wentz throwing the ball, it should only be better. Yeah. Um, another position I think that they need, um, just briefly, will be linebacker. They've not really got anyone notable there, um, there at the moment. To kind of, um, especially um, as like an off the ball linebacker to cover tight ends and. Yeah. Um, and, and running backs in the passing game, um, but then also on um, offensive tackle. So they've um, not re-signed Jason Peters, who, who's their long-time left tackle. Yeah, getting old, wasn't he? He's quite old. Yeah, he's I think he's like 36 or something like that. So he's he is old, um, but obviously he's been one of the best at, um, at the position for so long. And then um, Vitae left as well. He's gone to the Lions. Yeah. Um, with a big deal. Um, so they've now got no depth behind Lane Johnson, who's also been there um, since he was drafted. And then last year's rookie, Andre Dillard. Um, behind those two guys, they've got no one. So they could do with some... Yeah, some support. Um, uh, they could do with some support. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a position that if, you, if your offense is on the field quite a lot, which obviously you want them to be, they do take a batter in those two players. So it's helpful if you have a bit more depth behind them. Absolutely. Going on to the Redskins then. Um, to me, um, their biggest need is cornerback. Um, I think we all know they're going to take Chase Young, um, but I think that they, they need to get someone in that secondary. Um, I can't see them pulling a card and also taking a quarterback um, <laughs> either. Um, I mean, Dwayne Haskins, he only started a few games. Like, there's some, there's going to be some potential there. Like, he was one of the best quarterbacks coming out of um, Ohio State. That, that they've had in college history. So when you think about the players who've come out of there, he, looked, he obviously has some talent. He looked like a deer in headlights, mate. He looked like he was getting chased for his because... life every single time he had the ball, and he was panicking. And that's it. Is and that... he was a rookie? That that's quite common. No, come on. Like... There was there's some rookies that come in and just they're, they're just like confidence. They ooze confidence. He all he was oozing from was absolute panic. And he had that ball in his hands. He just thought. Oh my god, this poor kid. No, I think he was too busy just trying to take selfies with people in the crowd. That, that, that is right. You should be dropped immediately. Like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, that is a red flag. But anyway, cornerback. 
Um, they got rid of Dunbar um, in the mid in mid season last year when they traded into Seattle. They've let Josh Norman go, and they they've brought in Kyle Fuller on a um, on a four year deal, but he's got a pretty bad injury history. Yeah. He's only completed once one full season so far in four years in the league. Um, so you could do with an upgrade there um, in the second round. Um, but then also when you look at the passing game, kind of if you do believe. And Dwayne Haskins, he needs some weapons around him. Like they've not really got anyone outside of Terry McLaurin, the rookie last year. Yeah. Scary Terry, who had a great season, helped me in fantasy. Um, <laughs> obviously, Jordan Reed has gone now. He's he, he's finally left after um, all of his concussion issues. Um, but there's no one else really um, apart from that. So I can see them using this deep wide receiver class um, to try and get someone to to give Haskins a bit of support. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty obvious who they are taking. Uh, second overall, isn't it? So, okay. yeah. but other than that, I do agree that co- okay. yeah, that corner position is somewhere you need to you need to improve on. If, if you solid, like solidify that, and then Kyle Fuller has a good good season ahead of him, and then you have brought in Chase Young, that defense is a whole different animal in it. Yeah, and that there should still be a good cornerback available as well. Yeah, um, at the at the start of the second round, so they should still be able to get um. A player who, if he can't start the start of the season, kind of midway through, you'd be hoping that he can come in at and start. Yeah. Okay, going on to the NFC South then. Yeah. As we work our way around, I'll start with the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, um, boys. To me, the ones I hate. <laughs> um, to me, these guys need a lot of help on defense. Um, the offense is pretty good, but they could probably always do with their line help. Yeah. Um, but they've lost quite a few big players in free agency as well, similar to the Vikings. So at cornerback, they lost Trufant. Um, on the defensive end, they lost Vic Beasley, who was a bit of a bust, really, to be honest. But he's still gone. And then at linebacker, they lost Devondre Campbell. Um, that secondary struggled quite a lot last year. So seeing Trufant go um, isn't going to help. So they're going to need to get someone in to come in and um, replace him. Um at the pass rush position, um, on the defensive end, they signed Dante Fowler Jr. Um, who's who, um, who's going to help? Yeah, but there's great. kind of not really anyone opposite them. There's um, Tack McKinley, um, who's kind of been inconsistent since um, since he's been drafted. Um, so I'm sure they'd want someone probably who's going to give them more consistent um, production, um, or maybe even a big man um, in the middle of the line um, at, at defensive tackle to kind of um, hold up um, the middle. Yeah, I... um, and linebacker. I think they need some speed there. Um, they love speed as much as anything. Like Thomas Dimitrov, the GM, just loves to sign um, just really fast guys, athletic players. Yeah. Um, so if you can get someone like there in the second round, um, it's going to massively help that defense. I I would put all my focus on this team into quarterback. I mean, when they were struggling yeah. and they were struggling last year, there was some horrific performances. Uh, Trufant came through for them. He was one of the only players who was, you know, still still grinding away and getting some. Uh, by inception, etc., like covering the ball, he was doing quite well. Now, now he's gone. Vic Beasley's gone. The defense is even worse than it was last year, and it was really worryingly bad yeah. last year. I mean, yeah, they've improved the yeah. offense because they brought Todd Gurley, in, which I'm actually quite excited to see. But uh, with the amount of quarterbacks in this draft, like someone like C.J. Henderson, bring him in at quarterback. A whole different picture then. Yeah, I th- I think he might be gone just before they pick. I think they pick at seventeen, don't they? I think so I think he might. Pick. They pick at they pick they pick at sixteen. I think he'll be gone right before them. So I'm CJ Henderson, but no, definitely if he is there, he's they should be running. Well, there's no running up anymore. It's all virtual, isn't it? Yeah. They should be sending that that um that group chat straight away. <laughs> okay. Next? Right then. Right then, um, moving on to the Carolina Panthers. They're another team which needs help at pretty much every single level on the defense. Um, yeah. But first of all, before we just keep talking about defense specifically, I re- read out all the players that they've lost um, this off season. <laughs> so Cam Newton, Greg Olson, Reed were all released. James Bradbury, Gerald McCoy weren't re-signed. Trey Turner was traded away for an aging and injury-prone Russell Okung. And then worst of all, Luke Keekley's retired. So that's a huge amount of loss. Um, yeah, how are you covering that? Um, that's um, hit that Panthers team, um, and I think the biggest holes to fill will be Cam Newton and and Keekley. Um, obviously, they've signed Bridgewater. I can't see him being any more than kind of like a a bridge player for them, really. Um, 
but I can see them going for a linebacker um, with their first pick. I can see someone like Isaiah, um, Isaiah Simmons falling to them at seven. So I think if they can if they can get him, it'd be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, one of the most versatile players to come out recently. Um, it'd be a huge addition for them. Um, obviously they need help at corner. They need a safety. Um, and then when you look yeah. on the on the offense, like I think they should probably take another quarterback. Um, they should take a tight end interior of the, of the offensive line. Like they need they need help everywhere. There is nowhere where they don't need help. Do you know, I would I would really 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 take this opportunity now as a Panthers GM to just tank. Like this is an absolute yeah. shit show. Like just tank it all the way, and then next year yeah. focus on getting Trevor Lawrence. Well, I think the the Dolphins proved that it's quite difficult to tank because your front office can tank with all the will in the world, but ultimately coaches and players are all like playing and coaching for their jobs. Like a player, yeah, a player is never brought, gonna. Okay, players, yeah, but if you've brought Matt Rule in, they're not gonna sack him if they if they just got rid of all those players. And no, he's not the type tank. of person to tank either. Like he no. he turns he turns teams around pretty quickly. He did it at yeah. Temple. He did it at Baylor. He's probably going to do it with the Panthers. Like it wouldn't surprise me if they're a bit of a sneaky team this year. Like somehow, as a, as a miracle. Like I can't, I can't necessarily see it. But just when you look at his track record, there's I'll a chance that that they could be a surprise. I mean, it would be a they massive got, surprise. They've got some more right receivers, haven't they? Uh, they've got running back. So yeah, yeah. I mean, McCaffrey is my favorite back in the league. So yeah, probably one of my favorite players. I can't really improve the D line. I know you could improve every single place, but the D line, I reckon, add some security in the D line. Some, yeah. Some, some maybe some edge rusher, an edge rusher, try and give yeah. some sort of threat because it, it it does look like that that, that defense is just going to be a bit of like an an open gate. Like no, definitely. <laughs> fat, like it, away. It, it wouldn't surprise me to see them trade out with that number seven pick and maybe try and get a couple first round picks. Maybe get one. Yeah. Um, a little bit later, and then one for the back end of the round as well, or maybe even one for next year. Just try and bolster yeah. that. Maybe look at maybe one quarterback. Yeah, like if if they accumulate picks for this year, then that could only help them next year if they don't believe in yeah. Bridgewater and they do want to get someone like Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. Yeah, definitely. Right then, on to the New Orleans Saints. Um, they've got one of the best rosters in the league, I would say. Yeah. So I think they'll just be going for whoever they have on top of their draft board um, for where they're picking. Um, if you kind of are picking a few holes um, in their roster, you'd maybe look at linebacker and then cornerback. Um, and in terms of cornerback, obviously got Marshawn Lattimore and they've got the the, the rookie um, who was in the slot for them last year, but they've kind of got no one else outside. They could do with a number two outside corner. Have they got Eli um, Apple there anymore? Is he gone now? He's gone now, I think. I think they signed Janoris Jenkins. But he again, he's pretty unpredictable. He's not the most consistent player. He kind of he flamed out with the Giants. Yeah. Um. So and he's fairly old now as well. So if you can improve on him, um, then you should do. Um, and then I think they could do with some speed at linebacker. Um, get a sideline to sideline guy who's just going to come in and make plays. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and then would you be wildly surprised if Jordan Love is there available, um, in the first round and the Saints pick him? That wouldn't necessarily surprise where, me. Where did they draft in the first round? I thought they didn't have a pick. They've got a pick, yeah. It's 23, I think. 24. They pick at oh, 24. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so if so. Jordan looks and they pick him, yes, it doesn't help Drew Brees in any way, shape or form. But it can help them out with their future. Like It, it would give them a future. That would be incredible. If, if they if they yeah. manage to get him, that is probably, the, probably one of the best draft picks of that, of that whole first round, I think. Yeah, especially because he, we like we've all heard that Love is going to need the time to sit behind and to kind yeah. of get groomed and to learn an offense. Um, it could be something like we saw um, with the Chiefs, where they had Mahomes behind um, Alex Smith. Yeah. I don't know why I almost forgot his name then, um, <laughs> but yeah, if um, Sean Payton would be a perfect someone to try and um, try and learn from, a bit of a quarterback guru. Yeah, I agree. C- certainly an offensive guru. Um, all right then so finally um, my last team is the Tampa Bay Bucks um, obviously we're bringing Brady and that automatically puts them into win now I'm heard um, to me <laughs> don't sound too the happy first though. thing <laughs> I'm just <laughs> underwhelmed by Brady he's 43 <laughs> um, um, to me they have to go for a tackle 
instead of going to go for a tackle, there is literally no point in bringing Brady in. Um, it will be a disaster. Um, for all of James Winston's many, many, many faults, at least he could run around behind that terrible offensive line to keep to yeah. keep the play alive and to make something happen. Um, one thing I if we don't, one thing. yeah, if we don't take a tackle, I say we because obviously I'm heavily involved in the decision. Um, <laughs> like we're not going to win more than five games. It will be the exact same like last year. If anything, it could be slightly worse. Um, so they have to take a tackle. Um, I'd also like to see a running back be taken here in the second round. Um, to me, um, Ronald Jones hasn't kind of proven that he can do anything consistently. Yeah. He's making a lot of mental, uh, mental errors, um, whether it's running the wrong route, coming out the backfield or missing blitzes, not picking up his guy. Um, so I'd love for it to take someone um, like Clyde Edwards-Alaire out of LSU. I think he'd be perfect um, yeah. behind Brady. Um, and then safety, I think, is a position of need. Um, it's never been drafted well. Um I can't remember a safety that we've had that's been any good since John Lynch, and that that's like the mid two thousands, well early two thousands really. I think he left in two thousand four, so that's a that's another need I would say. The secondary improved overall in the back end of last year. Was some good. It was it was pretty pretty awful. Cornerback. Yeah, it it did get better, but it's just whether like will that carry on? Will they continue to get better, or do they do they need a bit more firepower in that in that secondary? I think I think all the focus has got to be on the offensive line. It has yeah, to be. I agree. I mean, yeah. it, you know what? I don't agree with you much on on Winston. In fact, probably not nothing at all apart from the what you've just said there that he has got legs. <laughs> that's all he's got. So yeah, I mean, it, it, even if he was being pressured, he did manage to get away from some pressure. Even though yeah, he did throw a, the ball into a defender's hands. Yeah, which obviously <laughs> isn't ideal. No. <laughs> Okay, uh, so that's you finished with the uh, NFC South. So I'll go on to the West, NFC West. Um, so these are, I think this is one of the strongest um, divisions in the in the league. Yes. The two West divisions, AFC and NFC West, are the two best. Yeah. I mean, By obviously, far. the NFC South is pretty strong too. Um, I mean, and the quarterbacks in there are stacked, but. This this division is just quite exciting, I think. So I'll start off with um, the Arizona Cardinals. So this has got to be a tackle in my eyes. They've got excitement all on the offense. They've got obviously they've, yeah. they've put their faith in Kenyon Drake, which is fine. I don't see any issues with that at all at the moment. Um, Kyler Murray is their star franchise quarterback now. They've they're, they're trying to go with him for the next what ten years. They've got um, they've traded for Hopkins and they've got. Christian character and they've got the veteran in Fitzgerald. They've got yeah. to now try and protect all of this. It, it doesn't work unless you've got that O line. You've seen in some of these great offenses over the times that unless the O line's good, nothing really works. Like you've, even if you saw in the Forty Nineers last year that the offense, the quarterback wasn't amazing, the running backs weren't amazing, but the O line created holes for the running backs. And the, and the scheme, yeah. Yeah, so it all just worked well. Now, you need it to work well. It, okay, if you're a freak like Mahomes, you can play behind any offensive line because whatever, you can yeah. throw the ball backwards and it'll always land in the receiver's hands. But with teams like the, the Cardinals, and it does look like uh, Cliff Kingsbury's offense is quite exciting, so it may need a bit of more of a, a solid offensive line to give a bit more time behind the line, whatever they're doing. Yeah, no, definitely, I think. I think they'll be taking probably the, the second tackle off the board, I would say, um, yeah. in that first round. I think they're another team that could do with some help in the secondary. Um, I feel like Patrick Peterson's been there for about a decade now. Um, yeah. He must be getting up there with age. Um, and I think his contract's due up pretty soon as well. So they could be looking there. I think they, they took a guy last year um, as a rookie, but um, from what I remember, they kind of struggled a little bit um, for anyone that wasn't Peterson. And even his play started, started to dip a little bit. Um, so yeah. they could probably do some help there. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that either. Um, move on to the LA Rams. Now it almost seems like um, a bit of a, a, a mad one to say wide receiver, but they've got Cooper Cup there, who is literally a volume machine. Machine. Just give him whatever you need to give him, and he will catch the ball. Just seems to be giving the yeah. ball about five million times a season, which is fine because. He is good enough. Um, they've got 
Robert um, Woods there, haven't they? Uh, but they've obviously lost. Yep. They've obviously lost Brandon Cooks to the Texans. Josh Reynolds came in a few times last last season and didn't do too badly. Um, but I think, I think at this point they need another wide wide receiver. That or go big on a running back. Um, I would. I, I could. I think they need some help with at linebacker too. They've uh, they've yeah. lost uh, Clay Matthews in that defense and uh, Dante Fowler, so it wouldn't be surprising if they went and tried to get like a linebacker in the middle of the field. Out, um, yeah, they but, lost they lost Corey, Little, um, Corey Littleton as well in the middle. Yeah, so, that linebacker group. So yeah, it, w- it wouldn't be surprising if they went went there, but they could go there right in the a bit later in the draft and try and get one of the, one of those stud wide receivers. Yeah, I mean. Um, I agree with all of that. I think the only other place that they need to go is on the offensive line as well. Um, yeah. When you think back to the, when they were in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, the offensive line and Gurley in the running game was monstrous. Um, they did struggle a bit last year. They lost a few people in free agency, um, which kind of brought a, a dip in the overall play. Um, for this year, they've brought back Andrew Whitworth, yeah. Um, the offensive tackle, but he's thirty-eight now. Like, he's, getting he is, he's getting up there. He's probably only got this one last year in him. Um, so to me, if they can kind of, um, if if they can get some depth along there, and hope that they un- un- uncover a bit of a gem, um, I think that, that that would help their offense as a whole massively, especially the running game. The running game kind of needs yeah. um, the space. It needs the space created, especially if they are they are one of the teams that are looking to bring in Landon Fournette. It would it would help a lot, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to uh, the runners up from last year, the 49ers. Um, now, it's hard to find a hole. I mean, I've, I've looked everywhere. You could say cornerback because uh, Richard Sherman is a cornerback. Yeah. yeah. I'd, say, I'd, say, I'd say cornerback, probably the biggest hole at the moment. You could go, you could go yeah. D line because they've got rid of uh, Buckner, try and bring in a younger guy to replace him. Um, you could probably even say quarterback. At this point, if you find a quarterback later on in the draft, pick him up. Because Garoppolo, I'm just not sold. It may not be that necessary because the scheme they run is just so unheavy yeah. anyway. But imagine how much better it would be if you had a competent quarterback there. Um, well, I'd take Garoppolo over Brady. Yeah, but that's like, uh, no, you wouldn't, you know. I mean, you wouldn't. I would. No. I would. Sorry. I would. You, but you'd take James <laughs> Winston. I would. You'd take James Winston over Brady, so that means absolutely nothing. Um I mean, I'm not sure about that. I'd, I'd actually take a wide receiver for the 49ers, you know, as well, because... I think a wide receiver, yeah. yeah. They lost Sanders, Sanders, didn't they? yeah, and they've got Debo... Is Debo Samuel there? Debo Samuel's amazing. Yeah, yeah he's, he's amazing. He's absolutely rapid, isn't he? Um, there's, there's, there's a couple others there as well, but they're not exactly, like, setting the world on fire. No, they're just, again, they've got a lot of speed, guys. Yeah, it is a lot of speed. But again, maybe it'll not, not even be that necessary because the run game is that dominant. So... Yeah, I think definitely it would be the quarterback because Richard Sherman is getting on now. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the the Super Bowl as well. Um, the cornerbacks they were the, the areas targeted and they were kind of led to a bit of the downfall on that defense. Yeah, Sherman, who was their best cornerback there. Yeah, um, he was burned for a few plays, and yes, Tyreek Hill burns past everyone. Um, but they were kind of still the Achilles heel that that they cost in the game in the end. Yeah, um, so I see them get cornerback. And like you've touched on with right wide receiver, they've got Debo Samuel. Imagine if at 13 they can get some rugs out of Alabama. Incredible. It was essentially Debo Samuel. He's like the exact same player. So they'd have two identical players. But imagine what yeah, you... Shanahan with them on the field. That would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. I would not want to be a defender. They'd be everywhere. I, I am going to guess what's happening there. Um, yeah, I, you have I, no chance. I actually have got a feeling that they'll trade down. Um, because I don't think they they need the receiver. I don't think they value the receiver position that much. I think they'll trade down and try and get someone who like who needs that receiver position. Um, yeah. But moving on to the final team, uh, the Seahawks. Now, there is definitely the spot they need. There's a few spots actually in my eyes. They need to go and get a tackle. So the O line is has been struggling yeah. the last few years. It need it needs some sort of support. They always try and draft these younger linemen and it doesn't it hasn't really worked out very well. So it's it, it... basketball players. They take college <laughs> basketball players. <laughs> college tackles. <laughs> they they need to bring like 
the O-line, the O-line on this, in this draft are quite solid. So, bring one of them in. Hopefully, there's a tackle there for them at, at that first spot. I'd also look at trying to improve the cornerbacks. Um, it is a position where they've got Griffin uh, there, but yeah. it, it, there isn't like a, a lockdown cornerback in that team where you'd say, he has taken the wide receiver one, fine, there's no issue there. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it seems a yeah. little bit like of a wayward position. They've also got um, they've got quite a few good young talented players around that defense, which is which is good. But that cornerback position, I think, as you said that a few weeks ago, improves the cornerback, improves the whole defense because it relieves the pressure everywhere else. Because the deep threat, yeah, it then like kind of rules that out of it, so it's harder to do. So the rest of the team then, yeah, it's easier. Yeah, and it normally gives the pass rush that extra second as well to yeah. get towards the quarterback exactly. if the count if you've got the receivers in lockdown. But I think yeah, I think then defensive line's probably the only other place um that they could go outside of where you've already mentioned. Obviously Clowney's not resigned yet. Yeah. Um so if they don't um if they don't bring him back, apart from like Bruce Irvin, who was good like five years ago when he <laughs> when he was first on the Seahawks. There's no one there, yeah. yeah. Like obviously they've lost so much over like the last four or five years as a whole across that defense. Um yeah. but without Clowney, who isn't necessarily a sack monster anyway, he just gets lots of pressures, which is incredibly value in itself. Yeah. Um, incredibly valuable in itself. Um there's, there's no one there to, um, I agree. Um, to get to the quarterback. I I think they're gonna try and trade for um Ngokwe. Personally. It would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense. Yeah. I I think I'd take Ngokwe over Clowney as well. Yeah, I think you bring him in on a smaller contract, and I think he's, he's a younger player. He wants, he wants a lot of money, though. And Gotquay's probably going to get paid more than Clowney. Do you think? I think so. I'd rather take in Gotquay than Clowney. Yeah. Mm. Be interesting to see, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so that just about covers our feature on the teams needed as we approach the draft. Um, we're going to be releasing another podcast on Thursday night where a few of us are going to be completing a live mock draft. Um, so that should be fun, shouldn't it? Um, yeah, I'm sure we won't make any mistake. <laughs> should be an absolute mess, really. Um, so don't don't <laughs> forget to tune in and laugh at us. Um, so guys, don't forget to <laughs> rate this, pod, uh, this podcast for us and leave some feedback anywhere you can, even if it is just DMing us on Instagram or Twitter. Um, so don't forget to follow yeah. us on Instagram on uh, footballfanatics underscore UK or on Twitter at fanatics underscore UK. Uh, as we said, the website is coming out in a few days, so. Stay tuned. We will let let you know when it's all ready to go. Okay, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.